0: Welcome to the Forward Under Dawn podcast, the show about the story and universe of the Halo franchise. I'm joined by my usual co-host, Danny. Uh, This is episode 41, and we're recording this just after the Xbox showcase on June 13th, 2021, in case you forgot what year it was. I guess first, before we get into the actual Halo stuff, there was a bunch of other stuff, Danny. Anything catch your eye? Was there? Uh, I didn't really know. Was there something else going on that wasn't here, I mean, though? Not for the most part. There was a ton of Bethesda games. Uh, there was Age of Empires 4. I'm excited about that. There's a Plague Tale sequel. Excited about that. Uh, we are in the era of licensed tie ins because Top Gun is coming to Flight Simulator. Pirates of the Caribbean is coming to Sea of Thieves. It yeah, was, it, was that actually him? Like if was that, that like him or an impersonator? impersonator? Same with uh it really sounded like they got Bill Nye and uh, some of the other guys too. Um so I mean that's interesting. Okay.
1: I'm just surprised people are willing to give like, that guy money and support that yeah. these days, but uh you do you, Xbox. Yeah, uh, it's they
0: who else are they gonna get? Um if you cared about <laughs> Forza, there was a lot of Forza stuff. Oh, holy Get the photogrammetry involved
1: in that Forza stuff was just, oh, mind-blowing. The, uh, the lighting alone just, mm, mm. I mmm. I I could just feel being there. Just how they captured the, the, the grittiness and mur- murkiness of the UK in their last uh, Forza game. They really captured our sort of like, down-in-the-dumps atmosphere of the UK almost perfectly. And uh, I think this this they
0: kicked up a notch. Like holy shit, do games look awesome! These days. I think that's probably one of the reasons they focused on so much because it's like their big graphics title.
1: So we should we should return to things we weren't impressed by. So
0: yeah, but um, then halfway through, halfway through, (laughs) before Diablo and after Battlefield, uh, we got Halo stuff. Um. In the, the strong, the only, mm. by my reckoning, because this is something I do at, at uh, gaming and tech events. I always uh, check how many people have tucked versus untucked shirts. Uh, and we got one person with a French tuck. <laughs> Mostly it was untucked, but uh, Bonnie was there with her a tucked in shirt uh, with Joe. You know, I was I was expecting,
1: um, I was expecting the day place Halo slightly, I don't know, somewhere more interesting during the show. Not uh, Maybe at the start, maybe at the end, because it's, 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 it's one of those big crowd Well, it used to be one of those big crowd pleasers, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so it felt weird, it was just slotted in, it's like, here's our latest thing, and our latest thing, here's more Game Pass, here's Halo, here's 4... what? Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't really seem like their most important pillar. Once upon a time, Halo would have been like the centerpiece
0: of the entire I showcase. I just don't feel that because they started out with, like, Todd Howard coming out. It did not feel like it was organized in a, like, oh, we're going to start start with our strongest thing or end with our strongest thing. Um, yeah. Can I note as
1: well that despite the recent uh, leaks about the uh, the Halo TV series, the, the trailer apparently has been leaked, and there's some juicy, spicy stuff going on in that, um, people might be expecting the Halo TV show to make an appearance because, you know, executive... E3, they're going to you to death about some kind of licensing deal with some network and some transmedia bullshit, right? No. No, this time, there was no oh, we're transmedia, we're like Star Wars, honest, look at us, please look at our license and IP. No, this time it was just, here's the game.
0: Yes, halfway in an awkward, random spot, but we did get Halo. Uh, we got Bonnie and Joe came out. Um, Like, they really, they really just showered Joe with crazy amounts of, like, the visionary Halo guy. Um,
1: oh, he is Mr. Halo, apparently. He he invented Halo. Uh, he created Halo in the spare time, and uh, he made Halo. He made ODST, fan favorite, whatever. And he made more than one yeah. Halo because he was that great. Yep. Yep. hmm He made all the favorite Halos. None of the bad ones. None of the bad ones. Only the good ones. He made only the good ones. And he's here because the new one's good, yeah.
0: too. And um, But the surprise for me was, I expected that Really, if we got anything, we would just get like, um, for the campaign, we'd just get like a quick sizzle, sizzle reel kind of thing or a tease at the end. Um, but we actually got
1: can I just say, having 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 Joseph Staten on stage and not do a damn thing with a controller, missed opportunity, or play the game in any kind of way was such a wasted opportunity. Yeah, such a wasted opportunity. You literally had the guy, you had a big fucking green screen. Where's the problem? Where? We'll see if
0: that happens. Um, but we do get uh, quite some meaty uh, campaign stuff, actually. Um, the first part is not much happening.
1: Really? Do tell. Do tell what happened. I remember Master Chief was falling around in the dark quite a lot. You'll have to jog my memory. Yeah,
0: so I guess we get basically the extension of the Deliver Hope trailer um, instead of the giant white void outside uh, it's just the blackness of space. Uh, and Chief jumps out. He's arguing with the pilot. Uh, he flies around. It reminded me a lot of the, the zero-g sequence at the end of uh, Mission Dawn in Halo 4, where you're just kind of floating around. Uh, he gets more ammo, uh, pounds around, and I guess then at the end, he ends up on a, a banished ship, and presumably that's the start of gameplay. I'm
1: sure it's just a, it's a tutorial. It's a press to stick up. Oh, well done. Press this. Oh, well done. You're good. this. Yeah,
0: Press of, more buttons. It feels like that. I'll be actually amazed if they do that because that feels like such a a games of 10 plus years ago thing that you actually do all those those intro things. I don't know, even know if they. Yeah, because I don't think they do that in Halo 5 or whatever. They don't really make you do that. Um, I guess they have you look up to open the pod in Halo 4, but there's not that much involved.
1: There's more subtle ways you can handle it and integrate it these days. I wouldn't put it past them, but if they straight up wanted to just throw that at you to familiarize and give some fans some comfort and maybe just to ease the worries in. Because one thing I got from this, this reveal was uh they're trying to cater to the, the casual audience, mm-hmm. as uh, it's always been called, the uh, not regular Halo player. They want to familiarize people and they announce some things to do
0: with that mm-hmm. as well. And we definitely get uh, a hint of how that impacts the story. Uh with the next scene, which takes place I don't know, sometime later. Uh it's a forerunner backdrop, not banished, or UNSC. Uh and we get a another Cortana, new Cortana, um who is, who is specifically called the Weapon. Uh so everyone gets titles now except for Master Chief, which I guess is also a title technically. So we know no one's name he's
1: still the demon he's still he's still the demon to some people okay well, master chief petty officer
0: that's a title too rank title or something <laughs> like that um and well actually I should say when uh chief is floating around in space we do get a line um from quote unquote cortana uh like basically uh i need you to understand um if you knew you were going to die what would you do with your life uh, stuff that I think, in contrast, contrast to new Cortana, is definitely supposed to be old Cortana talking. Um, and I have to hand it to to Jen Taylor; she does a very good job, um, along with the new design they give this the weapon, uh, at emphasizing this is a different character. Um, like she pitches her voice up; it definitely sounds younger, um, and just how she responds is very uncortana like in some ways i'd
1: imagine um the nuances that go into differentiating the characters is something the actress works very hard on like it's it's evident from how effortless it looks on screen and you just hear the characters and you, you know they're distinct you know you don't have to be sold on it but you still you know she does a good old person voice for halsey too yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm happy to see Jan Taylor. Halo would not be the same without the uh, the regular voice actors. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Um. And so then we get an exchange back and forth between Master Chief and the weapon, which introduces a lot of questions. Um. And I've already seen people upset because they are afraid that they have killed Cortana <laughs> in the opening cutscene, a la like Julam Dama or something. Uh, this is worse.
1: This is Jill times 10.
0: Poochie died on the way this to his whole planet kind of thing.
1: Yeah, this is worse. Think about it, right? Just think about it. If you're just a casual Halo fan, you remember the whole Cortana bullshit drama vaguely. Right? You remember it. You remember she became the big bad. You remember it. And you're going into this game, and it's like, right, she's dead, and moving on. What? Yeah. What? Wait, 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 what, what, what?
0: I think, uh, and especially reading between the lines and also uh, in... Joe Staten's Xbox Wire post, which we'll we'll link to. Um, they, he says specifically, we are continuing the story of the Master Chief and Cortana from Halo 5, but also telling a story that is welcome for new players. Cortana's fate is one of Infinite Campaign's big mysteries, and early on to the story, you'll meet a new UNSC AI, the Weapon, in quotes, that was created to help stop Cortana. Together with the pilot, the Master Chief and the Weapon begin an epic adventure to explore Zeta Halo. Maybe... Cortana is dead, but she's very much going to be present. It's not like they're they're kicking her out. Well,
1: the the dialogue in the cutscene, the dialogue in the cutscene is the mission. Whatever the mission was, she was the the, the mission was in the mission. Oh, fuck's like that's a great name there. um The new AI delivers the lines like the mission was carried out. Her yeah. role was complete. And uh, basically she was expecting to be terminated at the end, the successful end of the mission, and she wasn't. And the other important point of the mission was containing Cortana and then getting her deleted. And Master Chief was going to be doing like the final relay part of that mission of delivering Cortana to the Infinity for that purpose. And he apparently did not do that. Um, Well, he doesn't remember doing it. That's the whole, that's the mystery. If something happened she's like, at if, that part of the mission. It, who did? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> and where is Cortana 9? Is she d- still deleted? Did someone free her? What's going on there? I'm sure that's I a don't big think deal.
0: she's actually dead yet. Um, or if she is dead, it's going to be a whole thing
1: uh, that happens. Well, someone's, someone's taunting Chief in the, in the cutscene. Someone's
0: taking the piss out of him, and it's not... Well, that's the well. the classic tradition of three four three. I have no idea when and where this this over <laughs> I know, on right? screen dialogue was supposed to take place. So who knows?
1: Yeah, at some moments when watching it, it felt it did feel very um, nostalgic, echoey, and like he's
0: remembering. something.
1: Yeah, yeah, it felt very nostalgic, like he was remembering a different moment, a different version
0: of himself in a different moment of time, basically. And it's a lot of people were expecting, I think, including us. Uh, that they're going to tie into the the Halo 4 bit um, where Cortana's like talking about they can make another version of me, but of course it won't be me. And then in Shadows of Reach, we went back to Reach to pick up some of them Halsey brain clones to presumably make this uh, new Cortana. Um, But specifically, her role is to imitate Cortana, uh, impersonate her, which begs mm. the question of mm. how do you do that and who are you how do you
1: impersonate the most powerful ai in and the Halo universe what like, does
0: impersonation mm. mean who are you impersonating uh her for um which opens up some questions too so
1: like are you redirecting her forces are you miscommunicating something yeah like what's
0: um so that's that's we don't really have much to go on for there but it's definitely interesting See, I mean, I, I get where people are freaking out because 343 definitely has a track record of, like, oh, I would say overreacting to criticism and then ping ponging between extremes. So I understand the people who are afraid that they have killed Cortana off screen. Uh, but I think at this point, it's more likely that it's just going to be a major point and the, having it as a mystery is their way of making it more approachable to new players.
1: I, I think there is genuine concern for fo- from folks wondering if Cortana's going the way of Agent Lock.
0: Oh yeah, Agent Lock has been replaced.
1: Yes, yes, literally an off screen behind the scenes between the sequel's replacement of a major character. Well we don't know yet. That was ju- we
0: don't know That was
1: yet. just established in the previous game. I'm saying you give people credit. They aren't fans for nothing. they have very good reasons for soiling on there. Yeah.
0: but um, it looks great. Uh, the you get the the really nice touch of Chief powering through stuff, and then he just kind of gingerly sets aside the dead, the dead UNSC troopers as he loots their corpses. Uh, was, was
1: he was he having a human moment at that point? It's like, come on, you see a billion of these corpses. Come on, just grab the fucking gun, go. I was like, was that like a weird slowy of, oh, oh per per human, per per dead person, thank you for gun.
0: Yeah. Um so unfortunately that's all we get for a campaign. Uh I know, right? Like the, the campaign's obviously done and finished and polished. Come on, show us a bit more. We got more than uh, what I expected, so I was happy about that. We got
1: Well, notable what we didn't get from last time. We didn't get like a massive close-up of a of a of an enemy for some reason. Uh, yes, we did not like get any close-ups close of, close of our enemy.
0: Um, <laughs> hmm. And I mean, I, together those work better. Just because I know a lot of people were concerned with the the previous E3 showing that. Oh yeah, we're just gonna ignore the created entire and It's just gonna be banished all day, every day. Um, but. So this is reassuring in that Even
1: way. then, it's like a hint of Banished. It's like a hint of Banished. Like, today was definitely a hint of the enemy forces rather than actually showing them mm-hmm. like, at all. Honestly, it felt like a very sharp contrast to last year's uh, trailer. It's, it's typical of 3- three... yeah,
0: Craig isn't yet ready for his Yeah, so. it's
1: almost very typical of 3 4 reactionary kind of behavior. Like They played it overly safe this time. They they didn't want to risk the backlash, and all of the sort of content choices seem to be particularly safe. Like the, these these elements that they showed this time, they weren't really in contention last time either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So everything this time is a hundred percent safe. So it's it's interesting.
0: Yeah, um, but then Joe came back on screen to talk about multiplayer, um, and here we got a a trailer or whatever.
1: They're almost trying to separate it from the uh, campaign. Do you know it's Like They're almost trying to
0: make it standalone. They definitely were hitting the... I mean, with everything, they were hitting, dropping on Game Pass day one or whatever. Uh, and they were definitely hammering home the Halo is free-to-play now, uh, the multiplayer. So play the multiplayer, and then they have it side-by-side, the campaign. Uh, and just the styling was obviously very separate. And in this trailer, they actually—it sounds like it's still kind of war games, uh, uh, simulation kind of stuff for the explanation of the lore side. Um, But uh, and the the companion article they released on Halo Waypoint kind of goes into this that they they've retuned it in a way, once again focusing on new players, making it accessible. Uh we've got basically Spartan School, the Academy, uh for the fiction, and that ties into hey, you can do practice matches with multiplayer bots.
1: No, if you're if you're unfamiliar with the, the legacy of Halo's multiplayer, bots. Bots are a big thing. Like they've never been in Halo before, so
0: it's a really, really big deal. A old PC thing slash Games like Titanfall, that kind of throw it their thing. It's new for Halo. Entirely new. So that's super cool. Um, And I think that's also a smart idea just because, I mean, there are other people who just would rather play PvE kind of stuff. um, And bots are a way of breaking them in without getting into the super sweaty multiplayer stuff where someone's screaming about doing things to your mom.
1: It also facilitates. This is going to be a bit silly, but just trying to think outside the box. But it's something I know will f- can happen. Um, I can see like machinima, like they don't need actors anymore. You know what I mean? They now can throw bots around the place. I, it's crazy sounding, but you know it's going to fucking happen. You know what I mean? Like the hill community feels really empowered whenever the, the devs give them a robust toolset and. What's indicated here in terms of the sandbox seems very robust, yeah, and very, um, very Halo Three. There's a there's a very heavy focus on uh, equipment again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the the big gameplay thing, I guess. Um, is they're bringing back equipment? Or they specifically reference, hey, like Halo Three. Um, and we get two new pieces. <laughs> um, one is the threat sensor, so it's sort of like a area of effect deployable promethean vision sounds like uh gives you an indication of where people are visual indication uh and then we get the repulser which we get to see in briefly basically allows someone to bounce a a potential noob combo back at someone uh and that's cool um so yeah. basically it's like hey we learned the issues of promethean vision and armor lock and have made them better <laughs> <laughs> how they should have been in the first place Mm-hmm.
1: I think one of the best things about armor lock was actually trying to time, time the moments you know what I mean so you would get those extra effects where you might even re- re- reflect projectiles
0: having that as a skill based option um, sounds fucking awesome yeah that was, that was always my complaint with armor lock was that you could just hold it down like if it was something where you've got one second to deploy this properly I think people would have been less annoyed It would have felt less cheap because it would be something you could Mm -hmm. easily do yourself and how you timed it mattered. Oh, and speaking
1: of skill, they also confirmed skill-based matchmaking. I just want to take a little moment to be very happy about that. It's kind of sad that we have to be concerned about that, but yeah. Yeah, it is absolutely sad that we had to be concerned about it, but my recent multi-year-long experience with Destiny 2 in particular has shown me the devastating impact that removing skill-based matchmaking can have on my particularly favourite kind of experiences and I have big hopes for BTB. it's one of my favourite experiences going back to uh, the Halo 3 days mm-hmm. so knowing that this game has a big BTB element and still retains skill-based matchmaking for just for the more dynamic smaller scale encounters but even with BDB I'm, I'm just happy like this is what would be my uh, wish list feature, you know what I mean? Especially these days, where a lot of games are celebrating their lack of skill based matchmaking and on on the internet. There's a lot of a lot of misunderstanding because the terms aren't appropriately used or described, and people just make assumptions and generalizations because of say the gameplay, rather than the like the game itself, or than the um, the actual um, systems used. Because um, I don't know. I'm just sick of the Call of Duty style. Everyone gets a turn at uh, thrashing people, and you sit through a couple of games of getting thrashed, minus 20, and then you get your plus 40 game, and then you repeat that cycle of two bad games for one good game, and it's just, ugh, oh, it's just not fun. Yeah. But that, um, that's a big indicator to me that uh, the multiplayer will be, for me at least, something long-term that I can get my teeth
0: into. Mm-hmm. Um, And I definitely think all the... it's It's... A good sign, I think, that they spent like all this time focusing on, hey, accessible to new players, and it doesn't feel like I don't have my hackles up, like, oh god, this is gonna ruin everything. Um, like giving giving people the training mode and like a practice range and stuff. Like, I'm not concerned about. Yeah, they're they're very accommodating.
1: Mm -hmm. They're very accommodating to new players in particular. But my concern would be for new. New players, people who don't know anything about Halo, like, there was nothing seen today that would turn someone's head. You know what I mean? Like, why why care? You know what I mean? Like, Halo is in a very saturated market these days. That's a million different miles away from the landscapes of even Halo 5, never mind earlier entries. Uh, I'm worried. That in terms of mainstream, like mainstream these days, means like Fortnite. It means like Call of Duty. Like that sort of uh cultural shift in like the numbers playing the game and people being aware of it. And I don't see, I don't see the potential there for people to to have their heads turned by it. It just looks like more awesome Halo, which is fine for us. Like we're we're going to be catered for the entire time, but. Yeah it, it, is this enough to hit that mass well, marketplace that where Hill needs to be
0: they're definitely to be successful. Emphasizing, you know I mean? uh, some stuff that like how you have the the nature of the changing landscape of games. Uh one of the big changes uh we get is red versus blue is sorta of kinda of dead. Um I know, right? So yeah. they've they've focused on customization and like as this is going free to play, that makes sense. Uh, so we get um. It was actually I think it's definitely a the Spartans look good. It definitely is Reach inspired. We get a lot of classic helmets uh, and outfits, although. Well, season
1: one is a, a Reach theme season, so it makes sense to show off the season one content along with the.
0: Well, along with it, essentially, since we'll be starting off with it. All. In case people weren't following, yes, like they definitely mcc's recent seasons have been trial runs for infinite um in terms of how they're going to deal with that stuff uh, and they they also specifically mentioned like hey there's even more stuff uh customization wise that is going to be coming uh, and one of the things that we see um, specifically is personal ais so i guess kind of going from halo 5's multiplayer announcers uh is still in for the arena. They specifically mentioned Jeff Steitzer as the multiplayer announcer. Uh, but it sounds like that'll be another area of customization, which as someone who really loved running around with exuberant Ritness or buck <laughs> in multiplayer, I am happy to see that. Um, Why not? Like like the
1: you're you're always going to have your iconic Halo announcer guy. Like mm-hmm. Jeff's job is secure as you know what I mean? So why not just give people more options? Like, no one's gonna not want him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he has to be there. So why not? Like, I, I don't mind more options, especially if it gives me a, a reason to, to go to do a challenge or whatever, you know what I mean? And something to grind for the season. like Or even something to purchase on right? Whatever the fuck it is, set it up and put it in front of me and I'll devour it,
0: like, happily. Mm-hmm. And speaking of people possibly killed off-screen, I have less concern about Cortana, more about Palmer, because uh, <laughs> Jesus. our new uh, updates are coming from uh, Commander Lorette Uh new character we have not heard from before. Uh, and uh, oh, but,
1: oh wait, Lasky is Lasky like an admiral or something? These days, like that dude's just been fast promoted up the ranks. And how many people they there's got? Left? Not many yeah. ranks left. I was <laughs> going to say they're not many people left, so he's probably like an admiral or something. I mean, these if days. you're in charge of infinity, Admiral kind of our de facto leader, from all we know. Um, so world president sorry galactic president
0: uh, Lasky where is he yeah so uh, leading to what we were talking about BTB you got warzone in my BTB you got BTB in my warzone uh,
1: hey I I don't
0: mind warzone was good
1: flavoring Like right. uh, I didn't really find the mode that appealing but I loved the flavoring of it Like it was just it added something around the edges that needed to be there and I think doing that for BTB an anti-story capacity it's going to feel awesome like thematically awesome
0: so uh we get they have so and yeah it does definitely feels like btb just taking stuff from warzone um and refining it you got 24 players um they get like weapon ordinance and stuff and pelicans drop in things so yeah it definitely sounds sort of like they're they're mixing them up um And we're going to get more details on that specifically later this summer. Um, And they yeah, like you you said, uh, with the season stuff, um, we are going to get limited time seasonal events, which I'm I'm interested in seeing about, uh, because we've had like, playlist, limited time playlist, but seasonal events, once again, like Fortnite and games like that, that's a big thing now. Um, And I'm super happy about, because uh, definitely the the main reason I often play games like Dota 2 now is the limited event stuff.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, absolutely, there is an audience just for those kinds of things. And they make a ton of money during those times. So who's complaining mm-hmm. if you just have those types of players? But um I, I was almost, by the way, I was tempted to log into Fortnite to get that Master Chief skin when it was popping. Because it's Master Chief, damn it. I barely even play Fortnite. But I, I wanted it, you know, I wanted the damn thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that actually they didn't talk about the REC system or whatever's going to replace the REC system from Halo 5. I'm very interested in the actual um, microtransactional sort of setup and arrangement. Yeah, so Since it is uh, like a fully free to play title now. Like the, the, the gloves are off. I want to see
0: how they're monetizing it and how they're going to support it. Yeah, so they they mention about the seasons. uh, Each season will feature a new assortment of customization pieces and components that can be earned by gameplay, challenges, events, and purchase. And they specifically underline there will be no loot boxes or elements of chance if you decide to purchase an optimal customization item. So I guess it's going to be basically you grind, 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 or you can buy it for a small price outright, uh, which I feel like is the best of both worlds.
1: I was going to say, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, like, some that people ain't that got sounds the time nice
0: to spend for that thing.
1: No, no, no that's, that's a fair system. Like, I always get pissed off when you get like even like gacha systems. Whenever it's it's luck, because that's that's bullshit. You know, what I mean, if you're sitting there waiting two hours for your luck turnarounds, it's it's literally not your fault.
0: <laughs> I am slightly concerned about how they didn't show it in these uh, trailer. Uh, how the outline thing is going to work because there's no red versus blue now. I don't want to be like killed by someone cuz I can't figure out if they're not on my team. So I'm hopeful that's that's I'm hoping I get a red versus blue outline setup. Well, it would be great if you could if you could just straight up toggle it at the very least for like tournament play or arena stuff. Um
1: I am worried about the fact that whenever you get a bunch of these new Spartans together, uh you can't really tell them apart. Yeah, you don't know who's in what team doing what, and that's a visual part of Hale's language. That's that's like foundational. It's always been there, and it's been hyper reliable in every title. Yeah, so it's completely absent here. Completely it's absent. It's going to definitely throw and I'm me. I'm wondering. If people are running around
0: <laughs> like I'm on on red team, and the enemy players are all red. Like some of these screenshots, that's going to really throw me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like they really need to make sure they get that right. Like you, you, don't, you can't just lose a visual asset like that without being really fucking sure and confident of whatever you're replacing it with. You know what I mean? I,
0: I hope they are. They mentioned specifically is that, uh, you can customize the friend or foe thing. They're configurable for accessibility purposes, and whatever you colors you assign will match the scoreboard team bases and team flags. So at now, I have to say, that's, that's a very Microsoft thing to support accessibility these days. It just seems to be
1: like a, a corporate uh, head downwards approach, which I can fully get behind, by the way. Accessibility all the way. No, like, fuck off artistic vision. No, it has to be dark and you can barely see it. No,
0: fuck off. Yeah. Having I'm more happy. options. I'm very happy is, is with this. It's definitely better, especially if they're going to go this way. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we did get uh, some other minor things. I think some of the stuff we had gotten before, but it's. We get them all in one place uh xbox series x you get 120 frames per 2nd um, on and they reiterated yeah pc players get lots of toggles uh and split screen is going to be available on local play yay um and cross play and cross progression so microsoft 2021 game am i going to miss out on
1: split screen play because i'm on pc Is that that going to be a thing? Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, they did. I'm so sad. Split screen on
0: Xbox and LAN play via PC local server. So
1: why do they keep doing that? Every fucking game almost that has split screen just decides to f it in the bum for the PC release. Like it's the code's there. Just fucking make it work. Mm -hmm. But no, no, most games just go no, no split screen. Yeah, you're not intro. You're on PC. Why would you want to waste waste your screen real estate with other people? Come on, you're better than that.
0: Yeah, so we get... Uh, and there's a bunch of screenshots of the prettiness. And there are definitely ones where it, it looks like Halo 3.5 uh, in terms of aesthetic. Um, especially since everyone's running around with like CQB armor and stuff like that. Uh, we got some deserty... Am
1: I, am, am I complaining? Am
0: I complaining? Um, smile on my face the entire time here. A, all the... Interesting is all the Covenant vehicles are all banished style, so they're all red and, and uh, gray. We didn't see any Covenant stuff, but I assume...
1: It sounds like we're taking a break from the Kobe style and the sleek purple hues and, and uh, circular surfaces.
0: Maybe. I feel like it's definitely one of those things, given the infinite time scale, we're going to get that stuff, especially since it sounds like a lot of the customization will extend to vehicles. Uh, and other stuff on the maps that you can equip.
1: Well, I'm sure they gotta be planning out season passes for four or five seasons down
0: the line. So you're you're probably a hundred percent right. And if there is a way to get the Halo One to Halo Three style Banshee back instead of these dumb Reach ones that we've gotten since, I will. I might plank the money <laughs> for that. I'll I'll never forget the Halo Four concept art for getting me momentarily excited that we were getting classic Banshees back, and then <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but there's a
1: some people really do take
0: too seriously. Oh, no, I, I can appreciate it. I can appreciate yeah, it. That's my my dumb esoteric pick for things I unreasonably care about. Uh, but we get like a desert foreignery sand trapish Zanzibar vibe thing. Uh, we've got a uh, urban Counter Strike slash turf Mombasa kind of looking. Like... I have to.
1: I I have to say, seeing looking at some of these screenshots, uh, in the particularly higher res that they're taken in, uh, some of these blue sky multiplayer maps are giving me certain vibes, man. I have to say.
0: Yeah, they look nice, and there's definitely certain vibes. It's nice too that we get like two, I would say, more throwback to classic maps, and then we also get a more three four three human industrial interior map. Um, but there's there's a variety there, which is good to hear
1: any any uh any hazarded guesses at the multiplayer maps anything familiar did you spot
0: i did not but i was not necessarily looking for like classic maps one of
1: them looks like that yeah one of them kind of looks like that hill 2 island d map uh, with the big long four under structure on it yeah i can see yeah that. i think um but it's it's so hard to tell you know what I mean? It's such a weird angle where it could exactly be that map or
0: nothing at all and that's I just a tiny think portion of it. Any of them are actually a classic map, but that's definitely one of those things that you why bother? Because you can just release that later and people will freak the hell out. Alright, well, all right. If you if you can only get like two classic maps, which would you pick?
1: Uh the pet and Valhalla. Uh, <sighs> two very securely safe Ugh. Oh, I grew up at the pits, okay? I grew up there.
0: I just never loved it. Well it's like that in lockout. I've just never understood the love for it. they're fine, but I've never
1: Well the thing is, the pit to me is the perfect midsize map in terms of layout, map flow, it just works. Uh not for objective, just for Slayer it works, I think. And it just it specifically works. I don't really like that map style and size generally, but I can say it works
0: for me. I think I would go turf, and then I, don't know. I really liked. It's uh, a shame oof. that I never saw the the Halo Five version they added of Haven. I can't even remember the name because I rarely ever saw it in matchmaking. That was cool. I was a fan of that one too, but we'll see. I I definitely assume they're gonna they're gonna fill it out. It just
1: the the Halo Four and Halo Five B two B experience just sort of merges in my head as a blob of disappointment
0: yeah it's it's kind of amazing that halo four b t b was insanely popular even with stuff like spawning with plasma pistols and yet they killed it for halo Five. It'll always be kind of inscrutable to me but now yeah and they'll always be disappointed yeah, but fundamentally disappointed now we will we will get the best of both worlds i think uh having one big team mode is probably best um and that's all we get now during... By the time you listen to this, we uh, will be releasing this on Monday, uh, they're going to do a actual uh, gameplay, Halo Infinite gameplay uh, presentation, not at the main show, uh, but they're going to have a presentation uh, for more gameplay and insights from the team. Uh, and then later in the week, we're going to get... Uh, cannon fodder on multiplayer stuff maps vehicles armors etc and then there's going to be another inside infinite uh talking about halo waypoint for all those people the 10 people who really care about that uh <laughs> at the end of the <laughs> week so we might we might drop another podcast sooner rather than later but i would say overall i was whelmed yeah yeah i was trying to think about that myself more campaign content than i expected less multiplayer than I hoped for. Uh, But everything I saw was promising.
1: Hmm. I wasn't overwhelmed and I wasn't underwhelmed. So particularly whelmed is how I would uh, sum it up myself as well,
0: actually. yeah. (laughs) And we do have a recommitment that there's going to be this summer. uh, A, it's coming out holiday this year. So if you were concerned that it was going to suddenly turn to 2022 or something, you can be rest easy. uh, And we're going to get flighting this summer so there will be a beta i assume it's not going to be a halo 3 style public beta kind of thing um
1: who knows they have all the tools in the world right right now these days so they can do anything they want with it they could do multiples i haven't been
0: like doing any of the mcc insider stuff and i still get flight updates for that so i assume really if you want to you can get in the program um well let's hope The, the more the merrier yeah so we will we will see what comes out the rest of this week uh, and what we have coming in the future for Infinite. Any last thoughts, Danny?
1: Just a chief tumbling around in the dark for like 10 seconds, 10 precious seconds. We could have, oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no chief tumbling. Feedback from Danny. <laughs> Pretty much, too much, okay. Too 50% much. less chief tumbling. Yes, or maybe that's M- in the game I- I- chief I- I- minimum. Similar. Oh
1: god! Oh, imagine a per QA guy has to replay the chief tumbling section over and over and over and over again. Yeah,
0: I think we're missing a quick time event right there. Lost opportunity.
1: <laughs> so, my heart goes out to uh, the QA guys testing the chief tumbling right now, and we'll be testing the chief tumbling all the way up until release. So, good luck.
0: Alright, that wraps it up for this show. Thanks for joining us. Show notes and links for this episode, as well as articles and more, can be found on our website, forward.com You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. Check out our videos on YouTube at forward.com slash forward. Or follow us on Twitter for updates on all our content by following the handle at Forward Dawn. Thanks for listening and see you next time.